Hello and welcome to the Daily Drivers Podcast. I am your host, Rob Foster, and I am so glad you're listening. And I hope you stick around to listen to the whole podcast. It may not be long this first episode, but we will have longer episodes in the future with interviews, people talking about their cars, talking about other cars, talking about things that they wish would happen with cars, and sometimes RC cars. Okay, let's get this thing started. Three, two, one, zero, zero, Just a quick little bit about myself. I grew up in Indiana, and my parents had a full-service gas station with automotive repair, and I grew up there at the shop, at the station, and pumping gas, working in the garage, working with dad on cars, learning about working on cars. Uh, We did everything from brakes to engine swaps to all kinds of stuff. Uh, My dad was always building something, Uh, used to do drag racing, and uh, we have a lot of cars that we still have, and we've owned a lot of cars, probably more cars than I can count. My first car my dad gave me when I was uh, 13, he traded some work for it, and it is a 1970 Opel GT. Uh, If you don't know what that is, just imagine an old Corvette from the later 60s, early 70s, and make it smaller, and that's the Opel GT. Uh, Still do have it. It is not on the road, not licensed, not plated. Uh, It's tucked away in my parents' barn. But that's how I learned to drive a stick, uh, driving it up and down the driveway, uh, working on it, getting things working. Uh, Some things never got working. (laughs) My wife and two kids are also into cars, although um, my youngest doesn't know it yet because she's not quite two yet. Uh, But our six-year-old son loves them, and he's actually going to join me for some segments of the show because I feel like that's important and it's a lot of fun to share this kind of uh, experience with him. And that's another thing about this podcast is I want it to be a family-friendly and kid-friendly podcast because there are a lot of other automotive shows out there that have some language that I just don't don't agree with in my daily life. But that's, I mean, I still listen to them. They're great podcasts, but I can't listen to them in the car with the kids. And a lot of the time they are with me when I'm listening to the radio or the podcasts, and so is my wife and uh, so that's what I want want to do. We want to make sure this is a clean, fun podcast that everybody wants to listen to. And uh, so, anyway, let's get on with um, talking about some automotive stuff. There were lots of things at the LA Automotive Show, and you can check them all out online. That's no big deal. But the big one for me was the Jeep Gladiator. That's the Jeep truck that everybody's been waiting on and everybody's been looking forward to for so long. And Jeep finally did it. They brought back a truck, which I'm excited about. We are Jeep people. Uh, Also, we have owned seven different Jeeps, um, all Wranglers. And so I was really interested to see what they did. And kind of what we thought, they kind of took the JL series and just added a bed, but it's a little bit longer than what you would expect. It looks good. If you haven't had a chance to look at it, uh, check out our website, thedailydrivers.com. And we'll put post we'll post pictures there on uh, of it. There are a lot of people who are giving their opinions and their thoughts on this Jeep truck, and a lot of people are down on it. There are a lot of people who are up on it too. Um, it has amazing towing capacity for the size of vehicle it is. It's over seven thousand pounds, payload of sixteen hundred pounds. Um, it can pull 
a good a good size camper. I mean, not nothing huge, but it's it's a good amount. You know, it's a good size. So I think that's a big plus for the Gladiator. I'd be curious to know how they came across the name Gladiator. If they just had a list, you know, did they pull it from a hat? Uh, that would be kind of fun to find out. Uh, the the name isn't my favorite, but hey, it's it sticks. It's noticeable. People are going to remember it. One thing that I think is really important that they did with the Jeep Gladiator is they added the Dana 44 front axle to every model, not just the Rubicon. In the previous versions of all the Jeep Wranglers, you usually had to have the the Rubicon in order to get that Dana 44 front end, which is way more stout than that Dana 30 or Dirty 30 as they would call it in the Jeep world. And it's just, it handles a lot more. It would be a great front end to be able to add a lock or two if you don't get the Rubicon model, which comes with a lot of great goodies. I've had a Rubicon myself. They are awesome, but man, are they expensive. And speaking of price, the Gladiator has not necessarily had a price release yet, but if it was my guess, it would probably be around thirty dollars to $32,000 starting out for your base model and going up from there. I'm guessing the the Rubicon will probably be around fifty grand. So, not for everybody yet, but it'll get down there eventually, which I'm really excited about. Hopefully, one day, about ten years from now, maybe I'll own one. But we'll see what else comes out from from here. And here is one prediction I have about the Gladiator. In a little bit less than a year from now, there will be the SEMA show in Las Vegas, like it is every year, and there always seems to be one vehicle that is always modified the most or has a lot of aftermarket parts that are released, that's going to be the Gladiator next year. I'm just calling it now. Who knows if this podcast will even exist then. But if you're listening, you hear it here first that I think that the Gladiator will be all over the place at SEMA, all kinds of aftermarket parts available. Um, It's going to be a really cool platform to build something off of. Uh, Some people are worried about that the bed and how it extends way past the back wheels. Uh, The good thing is that the Rubicon actually comes with rock sliders for the rear part of the bed and what they call the rock hard package for the rear bumper. And I think that that is going to be a huge aftermarket seller. And I know there's going to be great companies that uh, will build their own things. And hopefully maybe we'll get a chance to talk to some of them. And maybe they have things under development already that we just don't know about as the general public, uh, which is really cool. So that's the Jeep Gladiator. I think uh, next year or 2020, when the diesel option comes out, it'll be even better because it's supposed to be close to 400 foot-pounds of torque, which is way more than the Colorado uh, diesel and and some others. It's supposed to be a modified uh, diesel from the Ram trucks, I believe is what I read. That should be pretty cool. I'm I'm excited about seeing where it goes from here. There's going to be lots of them around. You can't go much around my area right now without seeing lots of Jeeps, JLs, JKs, TJs, all of them. Uh, so Jeep keeps it going, and is that um, it just keeps pushing the limits, and I'm excited about that. Okay, now let's talk Christmas. Yes, Christmas is coming up quickly, and there are lots of things that uh, people need to get done before Christmas, and one of those things is shopping. Let's say you have someone who is a car guy or girl, or even a small child. What's something that you could get them for Christmas? Well, I've come up with a few things and a few ideas of great car guy or girl or kid ideas. Uh, First, 
a magazine subscription. Yes, I know everybody's on an iPad or a digital device nowadays, and you can get digital subscriptions, but for me, I like to have the magazine in hand. There's just something about it, and maybe I'm just old school like that. Maybe maybe the kids don't want that, but I know that my son, he is really excited when he gets a magazine in the mail, so that is a big gift giver, the gift that keeps on giving if you get a good subscription. Hot Rod Magazine, Car Craft, um, Road and Track, all kinds. They're all out there. You can find them. There's always good deals this time of year. That's a good thing to get for somebody. You know, you see all those commercials for the car washes, but it's actually a good idea. It's a good gift. Again, the gift that keeps on giving. Not only does it help somebody keep their car clean, but it's a great gift. Okay, Motor Trend On Demand. No, I have no association whatsoever with those guys, but I do have Motor Trend On Demand, and I love it. Not just because of the regular shows like Roadkill and Hot Rod Garage and all those, but there's a lot of offbeat stuff on there. There's a lot of awesome uh, overseas racing. There's all kinds of different things, and there are there's so much content on there. If you gave that to somebody as a gift, I can tell you that they would be very happy because that is a great gift to give. Something else that's a great deal this time of year are tools. Tools are usually on sale. They're usually great um, stocking stuffers. You know, you can get as, as large of a kit as you want, as small as a kit. Find out what kind of tools your loved one needs or wants, and there you go. That's a great another another great gift idea. If you have somebody in your life that doesn't change their own oil, go ahead and get them some gift certificates for oil changes. Another good thing, not only to keep their car running well and clean, but it'll save them some time and save them some money if you get them that gift. Then they don't have to worry about figuring out how they're going to pay for it, where they're going to go. This helps them. It points them in their direction. They know where to go. For the kids, I would say, not just because I'm biased in this, but radio control cars. I'm not talking about the Walmart brand ones either. Nothing, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm talking about a reputable hobby-grade RC car. Once you get them started in this, they'll never stop. And it's a great thing because it gets them outside. It gets them inside, too, because they can work on it during the wintertime. They can build one throughout the year like my son and I did. And they're just a lot of fun. It's a great community. And, you know, great brands out there like Tamaya and Traxxas and Kyosho and uh, just so many. You can find your local hobby shop and support them. And you can get something as cheap as 50 bucks, ready to go, ready to run, and it'll be a hobby grade. So it can withstand a little bit more beating than your regular run-of-the-mill Target, Walmart, Meyer brand RC cars. Okay, so those are some of my gift ideas, and I hope that that helps you or at least sparks some ideas in your head of something that you want to get for your automotive guy or girl or child. Next, I want to talk about something that drives me crazy during this time of year, and that is commercials that have people who evidently have endless income who can go out and buy $80,000 cars, put a big bow on them, put them out in the driveway where it's been snowing and there's not a speck on the car. And then the people walk out and, oh my goodness, you got me a brand new car. I had no idea. I didn't get to pick out the color, but I don't care, dear. I love it anyway. Seriously, 
How often can somebody actually do that? I know in my life, no, not going to happen. That's one thing. And another thing is, I think my wife would probably hurt me if I picked out a car without her getting to test drive it or even look at it. I just think it's always funny how there's these commercials that show people coming out on Christmas morning perfectly done up in their hair and their robes and everything and there's my brand new 60 to $80,000 Mercedes. Oh dear, how wonderful you are. Hey people, guess what? That's not real life. But I understand they're trying to sell cars during a downtime in the car industry and you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Shoot me an email at rob at thedailydrivers.com or be sure to tweet us at thedailydrivers on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, that's really what I have for this first episode. I know it's not very long and there's not much content, but I'm really hoping that in the future that we're going to have more content, more people, and I definitely will with PRI coming up. We'll have a lot more uh, people to talk to about their products, and I also want to get to talk to people about their their cars, their daily drivers, the ones they, they like, they love, they hate. I want to know it all, and I want to share it with you guys. Why? Because I can, because that's what a podcast are, is just talking, <laughs> giving it to people, and I look forward to having you listen more, and if you would like to advertise with us on our podcast, please shoot me an email at rob at thedailydrivers.com. I appreciate your time. Come back for the next episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button there in iTunes or whatever platform you are using to listen to the podcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll talk at you soon. Thanks.